G'day, it's Simo and Ed, and we're going to talk to you today about our takeaways from 2021. It's one of those areas, people in business, we do a lot of planning and we do a lot of moving forwards all the time, but it's worth just looking backwards occasionally. Yeah, great to reflect. So, you're with Simo and Ed, and it's the Fast Line Track Growth Show. And today, we're talking about takeaways from 2021. Cool. So, let's take it away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were talking earlier, weren't we? And I start with the biggie, I suspect. Mm. And there's lots of other very interesting things over Mm. the next couple of videos that you want to get involved in. But the big takeaway to start with, and the thing that really made 2021 a success when it might not have been, was committing to a goal. Absolutely. Committing to a goal is, is, is so important. Yep. Because... If you don't know where you're going, how are you going to get there? Yeah, absolutely. We spoke about it in previous videos, but there was a call, wasn't there? It was, uh, we just laid out all the plans for the whole of 2021. Very, very quickly, we got into COVID. Everything was shutting down again, mm. and we had quite a tense call. And I think I said the immortal line, like, well, you just told me mm. just a short while ago that you were going to deliver this. So, like, I don't care that the environment's changed. And that conversation there, it would have been so easy mm. just to stop, wouldn't it? And yeah. Would have been such the wrong thing to do as well as we now know but remember at the time we didn't know that this was going to be the situation but it's just turned out to work so well so once you commit to a goal and this time in this instance it was a monetary goal yeah. we focused in on because yeah. there were so many other unknowns in there we just set about going about making sure that happened this year yeah well i mean when we're planning for this video mm-hmm. and i wrote down point number 10 yeah i turned to you and i said I think this is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said because if I wasn't doing that, 2020 and 2021 would have turned out off. completely differently. Absolutely. So committing to goal, very important. Huge, absolutely you know? huge. And it can be, I mean, goals can come in many shapes, forms. Mm-hmm. You know, ours was a financial goal yep. in terms of sales and profitability. It could be a lifetime goal couldn't it yeah be, you want that new car you want that new house well you want elements of mm. everything in there so uh, I'd start off mm. with lifestyle well, I, you mm. know I do mm. that's just the way I prefer to do it but I talk about time mm. some people will start with the money I know one of the guy that starts with the holidays and I'm mm. one of the guy that does that actually so you start wherever you want to go and start but a good plan will have elements of everything in there so it'll have uh, elements of the finance you'll have something mm. probably around cash flow if you really get to that level of detail you'll probably have an idea of how many customers it'll mm. take to get there you'll probably have an idea around the team involved and what they might be getting involved in yeah. so you just start to develop that really well we've been doing this over the last couple of months with Fastline haven't we and, oh yeah and it started with what I want what I want to do and then we worked backwards yep and in fact speaking of holidays when we did the marketing calendar what were the first two bits of paper that went up there holidays I hope it <laughs> <laughs> it was it was I, I whacked a holiday in August yeah two weeks for the wife and kids and my son wants to go skiing. Now, I haven't been skiing for 30 odd years. Blimey. Yeah, which is pretty amazing for someone who used to do it as a job. Oh, absolutely. So, in February 2023, I've got a ski holiday booked. Cool. This is what I love to hear. So, it's really cool. 
So, what's the next takeaway? One of the things that we've realised uh, with reflection, really, but we've already been aiming towards that, mm. is a sense of a strong community within the sector that you operate in. Mm. It's a really bloody smart idea. Yeah. And I think that one of our takeaways from last year is we need to just keep focusing on building community. And it can't be through videos like this. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. The, the Mechanics Academy, our newsletter, the Carding Spectaculars. Yeah. And, you know, this isn't a short-term or medium-term thing. It is a long-term. This is you've got to, you've, you've got to commit yourself to this and yeah, yeah. you've got to keep going. Speaking to one of the sales guys yesterday, mm -hmm. and he's just won a new customer over in the States. Yep, good. Because he rang this customer. They were having problems with their belts of all things. Mm -hmm. So he sent them this belt breakage guide that, cool. it, that explains that, well, have a look at the way the belt broke, then reference it back to this guide and it'll give you ideas for where to look yeah. to fix it. Uh -huh. He did that. He's put him into the Mechanics Academy mm -hmm. and the guy's going like, oh, wow, I've got all these problems from another... That, you know, from happening uh, from another supplier that hasn't been able to answer them, yeah. and boom, you've done it. So I'll tell you what, I can buy from you. Oh, right. excellent. You, you know, and it takes a while for it to happen, but then it snowballs. Yeah, yeah. But the other thing I've noticed that in times of trouble, mm -hmm. it's even more important. So when we're in lockdown and things like that, we'd just come out of our first spectacular and we bandied together as an industry in the Zoom calls. Yeah, yeah. Just discussed our concerns, our fears, and, you know, what the opportunities were on um, the other side. Well, and, I know we, we talked a lot about how people could interact with their databanks mm, and, and keep customers mm, loyal to them. We talked a lot around uh, what would the emerging world look like last yeah. year. We were trying to piece it together, and that consensus just lets people understand that they are on the right track rather than trying to work it out on their yeah. own. Yeah. So uh, that worked really, really well. Mm -hmm. We should perhaps look at doing more of those Zoom calls, perhaps. 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 It's uh, always having time to do that. <laughs> and <laughs> trying to get 109 different countries on at the same time. Yeah, we can work it out. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. So a strong community has, has been one of the takeaways. Yeah. Is, is a really smart idea. Is one of the yeah. takeaways from last year. Point number three. We've worked out panicking gets you nowhere. No. There was mass panic, and understandably last year, oh, the yeah. year before, I mean, crikey, it's just, it's been tough, isn't it, the last couple of years? Oh yeah, I was guilty of that. There was, there was a couple of days that were like really dark for me. Yeah, this yeah. is prior to Boris announcing the furlough, the payments for, uh, furlough is a scheme where the UK government paid the wages, paid 80% of the wages of, of, of company staff. Yeah, yeah. Because I was looking at, putting 12 families out in the street. Yeah, yeah. You know, which didn't sit well with me. No, no. And it's not a good, it wouldn't have made me very happy. So I had those panic days, we had a conversation. As we do. And you change your perspective. And yeah, I knew panicking was gonna get me nowhere. And, and I quite often, if I get into that situation where the stress levels are coming up, where I'm starting to panic, I've just got to get away, clear my head, and then come back and look at it 
with a fresh pair of eyes. I think if you are in those panic situations, you're using the available information around you in that moment. So if you are in a panic ever mm. in your business, it's easy, well, it's probably easy at the time that you listen to this video. You're probably not listening to this video if you're in a blind panic right now. No. There is a possibility, but I don't think it will be happening. So when you are in those panic situations where everything's piling in on top of you, typically you're trying to make decisions just based on the information that's just to hand. Yeah, you're very reactionary. Yeah. Whereas if you take a moment, take a breath, you, you know, you can start to... Tap into creativity, and, essentially. And, 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 and be proactive rather than reactive. And you're always going to get a better result when you're proactive as opposed to being reactive. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So we just got to remember that panicking gets us mm. nowhere and to spot it early on and make mm. sure that we remove ourselves from the situation and find a better way to deal with it. Yeah. Number four. Learning to embrace change. Absolutely. I put a triangle there. You didn't know what that was. That's no. shorthand, economic shorthand for change. They can't see the triangle <laughs> there. That's the scientific shorthand for therefore. <laughs> so I was going, learning how to embrace therefore. What are you talking about? I think there was some Greek fella that said the only constant mm. is change. And then yeah. latterly it's been developed mm. into a business saying. Mm. But yeah, the only constant in life is change. And learning how to embrace it is really, mm. really smart. Mm. Um, and it's only when we really get tested that you really get to understand these things. So yeah. one of the takeaways for last year is, blimey, we've got to get really good at embracing change. Yeah. And get comfortable with it. It was constantly changing. Mm. I mean, just take the spectacular for I was a start. About to say. Uh, I, I mean, there has been seven or eight changes, changes of location, changes of dates, yeah. changes of venues, you know, and it was COVID and the government's reaction to COVID, yeah. you know, you, you have to embrace it. You have to learn to live with it. You have to, you know, learn to adapt it. Developing resilience in business mm. is really tough and you need to be resilient, which will just help you cope with change. So whatever that looks like, I've made changes or I'm about to even this year based on some of that. So, you know, I've got to get fitter. I put on a few COVID pounds. Haven't we all? I still haven't lost them. That's down to me. You know, that will, I know that will help. That will help me be more energetic, more resilient, better able to cope with change. When stuff occurs in business, we don't need to react all the time. Mm -hmm. I must drive you crazy sometimes because I quite often sit in the office and if there is something happening and it's all kicking off, mm -hmm. I'm quite often laughing. Mm. And you might have seen that, and it's because, dare I suggest, I've got that resilience in mm. me that, that can quickly see through stuff sometimes as well and go, don't need to worry about that because that even what they're talking about will change so I don't mm. get drawn in. Yeah. Or I start chucking, and other times you'll see me quite animated about the smallest thing. You know, what's going on? And I'm going, this is really important. If we don't get this bit right, everything else then starts to like crumble away. And, yep. and you'll often see me not reacting the way people would think you'd react in a normal situation. I'm going, ah, this is storming teacup, even though yep. the whole, everyone's trying to kill each other. And then at other times everything's going along really well. I'm going, whoa, 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 what do you mean you just did that? No, 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 we can't do this. So it's learning to spot as, as early as you can all the sort of triggers that affect change mm. in the business. And just from your own point of view, learning how to react and when to take a breather, when to speed up, mm. making sure that you, you're up for the, the challenge and getting there, whatever that mm. takes. Mm. I think the last two years that we've had, that is a very important skill to have. Mm. It's been such a fluid environment. Yeah. 
that if you don't change, you die. Yeah, yeah. You know? I've had some dark times mm. in business when I used to run my own big one. But you'll have your own way of uh, sort of getting involved mm. in this. I used to just look at things and break it down into small blocks of time. Mm. So I'm, I'm all right for the next few minutes. I'm all right mm. for the next hour. I'm all right mm. for the next day. Okay. Right, tomorrow's another day. The sun will rise again. Cool. Right, mm. now I've got past that bit. Now And then all of a sudden the environment changes. Around. Everything's changing constantly. And quite often options then start to open up. So you'll have your own way of coping, I'm sure. Yeah. Point number five. Yep. The staff that step up will sometimes surprise you. Yes, this is so true, isn't it? Mm. Mm. I, I saw this a lot. I had it described to me once when people were talking about how people react in stress situations. So mm. you know the old, is it Myers-Briggs and DISC and all oh, that? Yeah. I'm not a huge fan, by the way. I've just said that on camera, mm. but it's true. I've mm. got, um, but what it does do is it shows quite often how people can sometimes react in stressful situations. Mm -hmm. And quite often people that you think are just doing all the right stuff and are a safe pair of hands when there's huge stress placed upon them, can do the, the weirdest and wildest things. And equally, the people that you think will never be there, which just would be absolutely useless in an emergency, yeah. suddenly you turn around, they're like, whoa, hang on a second. So you can't be pleasantly surprised with the staff that step up during times of crisis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing like the last two years to bring that out in a staff member. Oh, crikey. No. And it doesn't have to be in the moment as well. I think particularly with COVID over mm. the last couple of years, there's so many people, I mean, particularly before the festive period, were so mm. tired. And I th I'm just, mm. I've got nothing to prove it, but I'm sure that it was just the lag from COVID and the stresses they'd been under and just having the time to sort of get it all straight in their heads. Yeah. And I, I think that's ongoing even mm. into this year. So I think for the first few months... My predictions, here we go, this would be good, make a prediction. But I think over the next sort of six to 12 weeks, I think COVID will become more and more of a backstory. My hope is, is that once we get into the summer, that it will be almost like a non-story. And it will try and surface again, sort of the end of next year, or end of mm. 2022, but I, I don't think it will come back. We'll invite the vengeance, is that the right word? Yeah. <laughs> but without the steely determination that this virus has had over the last couple of years, I think it's easy. Mm. What, what I found interesting mm. is there has been a change in the press recently. Yeah, yeah. They're starting to question the numbers. Yes. Well, they are in the UK. It depends mm. where you are in yeah, the world. I true. suspect that's probably not quite the same in Australia, dare I suggest. Mm. The Americans, I suspect it depends what state you're in almost. And then you've got mainland Europe. They're still going absolutely crazy. France right now, as we're speaking, trying to impose all sorts of passports and Macron this morning while we were filming this is threatening to put people in prison, I think. Wow, we might have another French Revolution. <laughs> the way he's going, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> but I think that's I mean, it's a great analogy, really, isn't it? It's massive mm. change is happening and the reaction is this. Mm. And there's reactions coming out all the time from all the MPs. Mm. And in that situation, I'm like... I feel like grabbing hold of Macron and going, should we just go for a beer and take a deep breath? Mm. I think you'll be out of this in a few weeks. Mm. And then that just leads to all sorts of things. But it has been a crazy year. Yeah. And that kind of leads onto the point number eight, which we're going to talk about in the next video. Yes, yes. we'll do. Mm. I think in the next video, there's even a lot more stronger points that are, are really important that have come out of this. 
Yeah, well, it's the, it's the it's the other points that bring all this stuff together. Yeah. So these are just sort of the first five takeaways. We've done mm. ten of them, probably some more, but we've just prioritised mm. the top ten takeaways. But it's the, the next video will start to bring some of this together mm. to show you how it all how we see it's, it's all hanging together because mm. uh, hindsight is nearly one hundred percent correct. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's about a good point to end this video. So we will see you next week. Catch you soon. If you enjoyed what you've seen, hit the subscribe button, that little bell down below, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Ciao.